0: This is um Yada debate. So you know Yada is not here. As you can see, I'm in Yada's chair. I'm in the big, I'm in the big boy chair today. Um, and today's topic is unbothered. But before I start, I want to introduce our guest. She's a guest on our show. She's one of my first guest since I've been a co-host. So I'm gonna let her introduce herself, tell y'all about herself and everything like that. So you guys just let me know. Yes, he does look weird because he's not here. So I'm just going to let you guys, you know, just get to know her again. Like, you introduce yourself and then we're going to jump right into the topic. Okay.
1: Awesome. Thank you for having me here. How y'all doing tonight? My name is Midori. Everybody that knows me knows me as Dory. Oh, my head, bruh. Everybody that knows me knows me as Dory. Um, talking to yada he described me as a Swiss army knife so if I talk to y'all about who I am what I do I could just say that I'm a Jill of all trades Jack of all trades somebody with a J Jane of all trades but um, I work in different things outside of my Clark um, corporate America Um, I work on my creative side heavy I'm an artist uh, singer songwriter I'm also a visual model, uh, creative director. I work as a blogger, soon to be podcaster, so y'all going to see me working on some stuff. Um, and on top of that, as an entrepreneur, I like to make my bread. Um, I work as a stock investor, as well as working in network marketing, as well as working on my freelance trades, resume and logo design outside of working because I got to get it's 2020. I'm not going to get all of my bread at work. I got to get it somewhere. So, boom, I do a lot of stuff. A lot of people say that you can't do more than one thing. They're lying. They're all lying because I'm out here doing it all and I didn't die or nothing. I just got to stop for water breaks. So that's me. That's what I do. I'm super happy to be on the show. Thank you guys for having me on the show. Yes. Um, it's a pleasure being here.
0: And this is our first show since um, we were in the newspaper on Monday, so if you guys missed that, um, we did make the front page for our positive impact and basically what we're trying to promote in the community in general, like revitalization of trend and things like that and just making sure that you guys are on top of yourselves, like getting money and things like that. So today's topic is gonna be fun. This is yeah. the entertaining side of yada debate, the and there's two strong female energies here. So this is gonna be like, Real fun. Yada is watching behind the scenes, so he's here. So you know he'll he'll bust up the show if anything <laughs> goes wrong. But um, today's topic, we're gonna talk about um, being unbothered, and basically yes. this stems from Omarion's response to the whole little fizz and April thing that happened between them and their friendships. And there's really there's really so many things that we can go into yes. about that with me with my personal opinion on being unbothered like I feel like that's the best route to go because when you when you do too much it's like you you get nothing out of it you gain nothing from that but when you're just when you calculate your moves and you make your best moves and you make money moves that's how you get your revenge your best revenge is your paper and being unbothered so my dear what do you think about that like with with all that
1: okay so this was like juicy gossip like this was like watching like one life to live or all my children in real life except as an adult now and not sneaking and watching a kid with my mom but i used to yo me and my cousins used to be on b2k heavy like when i was five my cousins were like eight or something and this was like O2 oh, or whatever and cousins, all of them up and down was all through b2k we each had our little favorite And it was always either Omarion or Fizz. We definitely had some splashes of J-Bug, but definitely like O and Fizz. And come to find out later in life, you know, we didn't even notice, but Fizz had like, you know, a little hating on O ain't even know it. And we're not seeing it full fledged until now because (laughs) baby mom's out. I don't know what's going on, but. Something's going on. Me looking at this, this is spicy. This is like a flare up of something that's just been waiting like lava. But if you look at it, I mean, you're not about to sit here and go on a whole tour with this man and make money and be in his face. Meanwhile, you check it for his baby mom and they having problems and she's over here like working with you like, oh, we're going to like be together and do this dumb stuff. I'm sorry. That was like petty Sagittarius energy. I'm sorry. Like, i was digress. Outside of the, just, outside of that, like, seeing that, like, nah, you, you're not about to get away with that and then you go on another tour. So I knew when Omarion posted that Millennium Tour thing on his Instagram, I'm like, he's a Scorpio. <laughs> There's something going on. Yep. And boom, it was he was real quiet, but I'm like, he's a little too quiet, he's not gonna.
0: <laughs> but that's the thing about being unbothered is that you never let like the person who affected you know your next move. Like, that's how you treat your enemies, you never let them know your next move, you just pop up and be like. Pop up, guess who? Like, that's how it is. But that also oh, goes oh, into she. the subject of like, how deep was their friendship? Because they basically grew up together, Literally. and that's your baby mother. That you know, that's somebody who bear sure both your is. children with, and then you're over here sitting with your best friend's baby mom. Like, that is the awesome ultimate form of disrespect. That means you never respected the friendship to begin with. Because I feel like in friendships there should be boundaries, like of who, who, and who you should not mess with. Like, and friends should not mess with their friends' significant other. Like the you, she should not even be like someone who you want to like. There's so many people in Hollywood who you could date, and you choose your bandmate's baby mother. She and then should, on top of that, you you can't even effectively co-parent with your baby mother. So it's like, why would you put yourself in that situation? So that all that all boils down to like bonds and things like that, like real friends versus like fake friends, and and. Look, they said they were just co workers, so now you take that element and it's like, Oh, you're my co worker now? All oh, right, bet. Well, guess what? You're fired. Hi- but he's the first person I've ever met that fired a whole group and just like, I'm out. Everybody does
1: not eat anymore because you wanted to be. Every- oh, you want to be with this person? Everybody going, Nobody's eating at the table. It's like, How did you manage? did you really think that you were about to actually be able to eat with this man after you did him dirty? Like, and yes. Oh my God. I don't know if y'all saw me with the church hand. That wasn't on purpose. That was something. But listen, Monise, if you're out there and you're hearing us, I'm with you and I see you and Fizz is scuzzy. He's not fizzy. He's scuzzy. He's nasty. He's the soap scum suz that's on the side of the bathtub that haven't been washed off for three days because nobody decided to splash it with the shower head. And you're going through a lot. And we see that. And on top of that, something that I really appreciate that Moniece is bringing to the light on Love & Hip Hop is how mental health does affect the Black community, specifically Black women, specifically Black mothers. Yeah, they don't want
0: us to have mental health. Illness. They don't want us to, they just are like, oh, y'all just crazy. Have like, problem, if you if you have a mental illness in the black community and you're a woman, like that's it. You crazy. Like Summer Walker funny. having her anxiety attacks, she automatically gets attacked for that. Oh, like, but she
1: want to wear a bra on state. That doesn't like, mean that you're not Just because you do that
0: doesn't mean you can't have anxiety. I do yada debates and I have super anxiety. So it's like, I'm if, supposed if to there's no... Ab- Poster for like mental health, like of what it should be. It comes in all different forms. So that even boils down to like that, like physical, mental state of mind. Like what would make you think that would be like the best move for you financially? And you're the one that begged Omarion and them to come back to do the tour. And then you get kicked off the tour because you want to do shiesty stuff. Like, you can't do
1: that. Why are you trying? Like you hate Omarion. So just look at this circle. You hate Omarion so bad. To the point where you want to pretend to play stepdaddy to his kids to make him upset. And in turn, while you're doing that, that time that you're spending trying to play stepdaddy to spite him, you're ignoring your own kid. And your baby mom, who's actually calling and asking for help because she's having mental health days, is suffering. So everybody else in your back life is suffering because you want to sit here and try to prove some type of point that you got something or that you're insecure, got something from somebody that you have an issue with. Sir, please. We're watching you. You really have a soap scum on the wall. I just but I just feel like,
0: you know, how Omar handled the whole situation is how we should approach like situations like that when it comes to friendships, when it comes to relationships. I'm not saying not address stuff, but like there's a way to go about it and a time and place for everything. Like just don't let your reaction affect your paper. And that's exactly what he did. He was like, "Alright, you want to be petty. You want to do this. You want to do that. I'm bothered like you—you you have to be unbothered to certain things. Um, when you know, this when you're in,
1: clean.
0: when you're in situations like, said, especially like drama and chaotic situations, it's always best to take the high road, and that's exactly what he did. He took the high road. He was like, "All right, I'm not gonna go on love and hip hop, wow out, do all that extra stuff. I'm gonna just be calm, zen, you know, live my best life." You he know? knew where he
1: said, cause... and guess
0: what? He's gonna make almost gonna make almost four. I think, million dollars. I think it's six. Yeah, He's four making or six cool million six dollars. Six by
1: himself. and um, he bought. And he bought Babylon because if you have to think about it, as much as I love B2K, I'm going to be honest, without Omarion, there isn't a B2K. But B2K fizzled out, and Omarion still survived through the early to mid to late 2000s, and even after that, he still remained relevant. So he has his own standing. We could see Omarion on the um, stage and still have a heart attack. So they, Fizz, I don't know what. For y'all I don't know, I did
0: go to the Millennium Tour in April. I'm so
1: mad I didn't get and, that. you know, God, the,
0: they, they played, like, all right, so this is one thing that the gem was of the Millennium Tour. Like, you know, they had all the warm-up acts and stuff. And then when B2K came on, before they came on, they played, like, everything from the start. Like, it was like a video clip of, like, the start of the group to the ending of them, them falling out to them mm. reuniting, and then they all came out one by one, and, like, you know, it was like, oh, oh you know, God. but then, now, it, it's gonna be different, and I, I do want to kind of go to this Millennium Tour oh, now, God. too, because I want to see, like, what, now, how it's gonna be different, like, how are they gonna play with Mario coming out now, but it's
1: just... What if they play a petty story of him and the baby mom situation? Don't and, you, you know, do that. crazy,
0: it's like, his baby mom, she's That's going really about bad. it in the wrong way, too, because it's like, I feel like even from earlier shows, I, I haven't been up to date with Love and Hip Hop as recently as, as like, you know, before.
1: Yeah. Um,
0: but yeah. in earlier shows, she always said that she felt overshadowed by Omarion's, like, fame. Because she was like, oh, I sing too, and I do this too. And, like, I feel like she's just doing this, like, for attention. And that's another thing that we um get caught up on is the drug of attention and fame and seeking validation from like social media and our fans and people like that. And that's like something that we have to address as like, you know, social media users, as the black community and things like that, because attention is really like the devil, like seeking attention, seeking validation. Like if you haven't noticed, like there's people who um like clout chasers and stuff who go online, who do things purposely just so that they can become... Famous or whatever, and they do really stupid things. Maybe even things to potentially hurt themselves just to become famous. And in the end, you're doing that for what? 15 minutes of fame, and you're gonna fizzle out. People are gonna forget all about you,
1: and your kids are gonna be scarred because and then everything that's on the internet Internet stays on the internet.
0: Forever, No you matter how
1: long or
0: how you think you deleted, somebody could have screen grabbed it, recorded it, whatever. Everything is going so, so
1: fast. It could be on hundreds of accounts in less than an hour and yep. you're just out there and you're doing this for 15 minutes of fame and maybe a couple of um, paychecks that aren't even residual. They're just going to come in a few times. And now your kids got to deal with the fact that they're going into middle school and high school and their mom's just being talked about. And that's the highlight of their school years. What like don't y'all think
0: about that? Like, and then you know, after a certain point in time, or after you get to a certain age, um, I feel like we should all learn like something like social media etiquette. Like, yes, um, if you're gonna be a business person on social media, be a business person, conduct yourself in a professional manner. If you're gonna be like a comedian, whatever, do do whatever that is, but don't blend the two worlds because then like those worlds collide and then there you can have serious business people like looking at you but they won't take you seriously because you're doing no thank you on there so yeah they really but, just think that you're playing listen I, i'm not a serious person online so i i you know i'm just a comedian but you know aside from that you just have to really know how to separate boundaries from online life and that addiction of like fame and things like that because everybody wants to be famous but nobody wants to be wealthy, like, and that's the thing. Like, I'll take the money before I take the fame. I don't want to be famous. I want to have my money sitting in my I account. Know what I want to
1: do with money. I like want to get that. a house. I want to get some land. I want to. I can't do none of that with fame. What can I do with a ticket to a nosebleed section at the VH1 Awards? So nothing. Like, I want some cash. Omar mm-hmm. went about it
0: in the right way, and that's how I think he, he he did it. Like, but then again, Scorpios are very calculating people, and they just you know. They always plan their next move. Some of them are some of them are, you know, very high-headed, but some of them are just like, you know what?
1: Bet. A quiet school guys. So Mm -hmm. he's like, all right,
0: you think you got check? Checkmate. Like, that's how you you do things. Like, and the living. And being unbothered is, like, you have to embody it like you do. Because a lot of people will sit there and be like, I'm unbothered, and will be bothered. They'll be, be
1: screaming, I'm unbothered! Like, like they're upset. There'll screaming. be people
0: who will be, like, they'll be shooting <laughs> with people. And then they'll be like, "I'm I'm not bothered by this person. I'm unbothered. But then be checking this person's account, checking everything that they do, things like that. Like, checking their every move. And it's like, why do all that? Why are you, like, if you're unbothered, just be unbothered. Just forget they exist. Like, that's all about life. If me and you have a fallout and it's like really like bad to the point where like I just don't want nothing to do with you, I don't acknowledge you. Like, I don't acknowledge your presence. I don't acknowledge anything to do with you. Like, you, you're non existent to me. Like, I embody being embodied. Like, I'm mad in that moment, but once that moment is over, you no longer can get any energy out of me. Like, nothing. Like, you was really not this, even nothing. Not, over, not yeah. a post, nothing. Like, I don't do like, the thing that that got me wrapped up in the whole like this thing which is why i wanted to like talk about it, is because they were doing like social media thing like going live on there talking about it like explaining themselves oh my why God. If, if this is a decision that makes you happy why are you explaining yourself you see omar didn't explain stuff even when he did his interview he was just like yeah i'm, I'm chilling like you know i'm about to do tour like i'm chilling and that's how you should be like
1: yeah
0: don't let people unnecessary people, even if it's your friends, someone close to you, like wherever, don't let them take unnecessary energy from you um because it's, it's not needed like it's not worth it because it's just wasted energy like you're just wasting your energy getting mad, getting upset and things like that and if that's you really that's want why to I know. feel like that's this is, should be like a lesson to all of us yeah. like don't let people waste your energy. don't waste your energy on useless people. Who try to do things to spite you, who try to do things to try to hurt you intentionally. Just like rise above them, be like, all right, you wanna do that? I'm gonna let my success be my revenge towards you. So I'm gonna just keep grinding, do what I gotta do. And you could eat, you could watch from the sidelines or whatever you wanna do, but your energy you is not about now. to mess up mine.
1: Right. So he ain't got no choice. He gotta watch from the sidelines. He ain't got no part of the show. He kicked out. She not going. I guess she thought that she was gonna be making money. I'm hearing that he either has like partial or full custody of the children, so she's not getting control of child support. And
0: I think that's ultimately like what she probably, their
1: plan was, but it backfired because of oh, the, way they went, this the way the oh, yeah. way they went about it. And that's
0: the thing. No. Like, you have to go about things smart. You can't go off of things off of your emotions. Exactly. And that's why you have to be like in some instances unbothered about certain things because if you always move off of your emotions, you're gonna put yourself in predicaments that are not gonna be helpful to you in the right. end. Because then now you just created a whole situation that could have been avoided had you handled the situation differently. Like my mom always says, "There's a time and place for everything." And literally, there's a time and place for everything. And for every action, there's a reaction. But sometimes, no. Reaction is the best reaction sometimes. Like you don't have to give everybody a reaction to things that they do or say about you. Especially like if people say things about you. If someone comes up to you and hits you with something, yeah, you're going to beat them up. But if they're just talking or
1: doing things out of spite to she you or about you. She have moved on to a different dude and I would have been like... But... Literally, like, if she would have went and got with, you could have got with a ball player that was taller, or whatever, had money. You could have got with a business person or whatever. You could have did whatever. But then that, that brings me to like,
0: that. maybe what if this was all just constructed for love and hip hop? Like, that's what I thought initially. I, mean, also, like, I thought it was for the show, but then when I realized that Amara really was moving on without them, they were on the tour. Film, yeah, like, and then it's like, it's like you, you set up innocent bystanders
1: too because Raspy and J Boog. Got kicked out too behind this. Yo, Jay book was literally like walking on eggshells like Fizz. On the show like Fizz, please. Understand. This is not just your money. It's our money. Like he was looking like I'm about to beat you up in the bathroom. Like that's really how he was looking. But he was trying to be like nice for the viewers. But he's really looking like, dog, this really in real life outside of this reality show is all of our bags. So if you could tone it down and just pretend like this isn't happening, great. But he did. He was like, no, nope, I got to make a scene on Love and Hip Hop. And then boom, now y'all all fired. Like, I really want to know what did Vince think he was going to get out of this? Because
0: I'm just confused, Phil, to this, to this moment, even right now, like, why would you do that if you were the one begging for everyone to get back together and make the group happen again I just want
1: oh to get back together with the group and you know I think we should do a reunion what did you
0: like what were you expecting from that like that's my whole thing with that so with that being said we have to go into the topics of you know how to handle friendships like that like or like if you're in like Professional groups with people are like are fine. they your friends? Like, are your professional, your co- like your co your workers, your group members, you like, gotta watch people you work with. Are they, are they your friends? Like, or are they just, you know, like associates? So,
1: yes, is there absolutely. like a line that they can cross or not? I could say honestly, like, from knowing that. Um, industry like a little bit it's weird because there's such a thin line between the people being your friends and actually being um just people that are co-workers because it's not like a traditional um it's not like a traditional type of work like i've lived over uh on the other side of the country in like san diego and even though I didn't really go as much to LA, I got to be around like different artists and stuff that were over there. And even like their corporate structure is so weird. Like they'll have you go into a corporate job at 1130 or 11 o'clock. And it's like, we usually go to work at eight o'clock sharp. That, that's it, you go in punch the clock, but it's different over there. Um, it it's more lax and it makes it harder to differentiate who's your friend and who's not because people can also waver the line of who's your friend and who's not and if they are actually your friend or they can manipulate it like, oh, okay, I'm going to pretend like I'm this person's friend and then five seconds later, they'll be like, but if you find out that I'm over here trying to f you over, I'm just going to pretend like we're just snapping back like, oh, well, we're coworkers, so what's the problem? This is strictly business or whatever people say when they want to sit here and screw you over. is ridiculous but i mean i had to go back and look at different throwback um videos of fizz doing interviews and fizz talking um and making like different comments about omarion and he would just make like real snide remarks and real snide comments and smirks anytime that they brought up omarion and i'm like oh you've so really been hating hating like you've been going off but um no, nah, outside of that, to see it now playing out and see Fizz actually thinking that he's playing Omarion by messing with his kids, like, mom, you're not doing anything but making yourself look even more skeezy. I,
0: I think they said they were cousins, but they're really not. But you know what's funny about Janae Aiko? She has a baby a by, a- a- by Omarion's brother. Yeah. Which makes it yeah. even like crazier because then it's like she, that whole Big Sean thing, whatever. But it's just crazy how entangled everybody in the industry is. Everybody
1: grew up together. Honestly, they all grew up down the street together. So, like everybody literally grew Like that's weird. Hollywood over there is like a staffing agency like over here in Jersey where you would just go and you might see your old classmate or something like that. Like everybody works in the same industry. It's just a matter of who gets to get on TV this season or get on a series this year and be seen. And is it your turn? Um, and you'll have people that are even like extras that are people that are stars that are just making it onto to love and hip hop now that have been like casted as extras and shows like that. It's weird though. It's like, Y'all don't got no money to fly to a different city and find somebody else. Like y'all not getting tired of like sleeping with everybody in Hollywood High? Like there's other places that y'all could go and there's other people y'all could talk. Y'all don't got to be in the industry. Please find somebody that's quiet and trade stocks. Go somewhere.
0: Like, but that's not what the industry is about. They're about entertaining us and keeping us entertained. And sometimes that's why I feel like some of these some of these moves are, like, calculated by, like, the industry. Like, maybe someone at Love & Hip Hop put a bug in his ear, like, hey, Fizz, it might be a good idea if you want April due date. You know, like, you guys are cool. You guys are best friends. Like, maybe y'all should see what's up. And then, you know, from there, it probably blossomed. They didn't think it probably was gonna roll out like this or whatever. But, I'm gonna just say this. Mm. If any of my friends ever decided to date my baby father, any of them, any of the two of them. You're dead. You're dead, You're dead to me, and that's that. Like, and I it. like,
1: breaking cold, even for like. And people don't
0: understand girl cold, like things like that, like guy cold, none of that. Like, and I don't know if April and were cool like that. I don't. I never really seen them as cool like that. But that doesn't really matter for that part. It's the fact of that Fizz and Omari went through all of that. Went through all of that with their um, manager,
1: with the whole molestation
0: allegations and everything. Well, like, that.
1: grew up together. Like, and then you to go and mess with his big
0: mother. I guess his big mother had their baby live on Leather Hip Hop for the for
1: the world to see. Like, that's y'all, what you do? T- you've seen them like together and have been around, like still you're supposed to look at her like a, a sis they were dating for men honestly like,
0: that brings that brings me to another thing like who is off limits when it comes to like dating like with like when you're with your friend groups or whatever your so your associated group like can you date like your friends exes or significant others I or baby like, mothers feel like once they have a kid together they should be off limits it. completely yeah. like that's it. If they were like an ex or
1: if they were married, something, even married, how yeah. Do you like, feel about that? yeah, no, you no. can't because that's literally so much weird. Because then it's going
0: to me, I feel like if you date like my ex and we were friends, I thought like you probably had your eye on them the whole time. Because literally, it we we took
1: time to get married, get in you were probably around like,
0: during all of the times that we were building, like, all oh, probably when we started dating, thinking probably about? while we were, you know. Going out, you probably were comforting me while we broke up, and then you go turn around and Man, go listen
1: date. to me talk about our wolves. Like you just been sitting here plotting. What you been doing? Like, nah. Now if it's like a, I guess if it's like a ex from like high school or ex from college or from like a few years ago, and they have a conversation with you and bring it up that'd be cool if they just pop up and they're just like dating the person and they knew that you dated that person at that time. Like if it's just a friend who, you know, came up and was just like, oh, this is such and such. Oh snap, I dated him. Oh my God, I didn't know, you never told me. Oh, it's okay, you wouldn't have known, we didn't know each other at the time. That's one thing, but if it's a friend that you had since like middle school and they know that you dated this person, they pop up dating them, it's gonna be like, I know it was a little while ago, but could you at least have said something? Like that kind of thing. So it's like. I don't typical. know. If you date any of my
0: recent exes, like, you you, you trash. That's weird. But I, you won't get any reaction out of me because yeah, at the end of the day, you're just trash. And that's how I'm just going to view you. And that's, that's how I'm just going to move forward with my life and date whoever I want to date. Yes. Like, you know, that's just that. Like, you know, that's why right. I just say, like, I don't know. Like, people who homie hop and things like that. Like, you know, like that. Those things, like. I really can't say too much on that that subject, but as far as like dating somebody's baby mom or maybe that, like that's that should not be like something that's not cool. Like that's not something kosher. So that's why I'm really, really again like I'm re- I'm supportive of Lamar's moves and every move that he made, mm-hmm. and I'm a whole capital. and we are calculating. Oh, so it's like I'm just like with me, I was like, yes, this is exactly how it is. I would have been like, oh no, I'm good, I'm good, and then I would have popped up. With something like yeah, oh yeah, that's right. Your bag is done. That's like it. that's it, and that that would have been that. Like I wouldn't have been no talking about it. I wouldn't have been venting about it. Maybe Omarum did vent to whoever the appropriate he party private. he <laughs> needed to vent to, but yeah. he wasn't letting the world see him sweat or stress or nothing like that.
1: He was chilling, taking pictures, getting his hair cut, smirking, chilling, showing his teeth. going to um, different charity balls wearing velvet suede looking fly he was going out he was making sure that he was looking good like everybody we know everybody was checking that man's page I was checking for his page like Mm -hmm. any comments or anything but he's been so chill about he was chill before like dropping it like surprise and then the way how he did it was like the best way he dropped it on
0: his birthday on his birthday so it's like it's like, no, that's how you know, that's how you do things. You move accordingly.
1: That's it. If
0: someone does you dirty, you just be
1: like, all right. Strategic, like you playing Battleship. Really? that really came he- in like a minefield. Like, <sighs> surprise, that's really it. You ain't celebrating your birthday today. You lost your bag and you just found it out.
0: <laughs> but I do want to piggyback back to um mental health in we, the black yes. community, with especially with the women, because that's a taboo topic that we don't talk about, and especially yes. with this topic of toxicity, with um, you know all of the stuff that goes on around us, yes. dealing with like dating and things like that, yes. we don't get to address those types of things. Do you know how hard it is to find a therapist who you can oh relate to, God. who will actually, um, like, actually relate to your problems? and understand you as a person and not just view you as like an unstable, angry Black woman. Do you know how quick they are to label you as soon as you go into a doctor's awesome. office and invent and, and your feelings as either bipolar, schizophrenic. They're so quick to put a diagnosis on you instead of just listening to you. And that's why we as Black women need more Black psychologists, more Black psychiatrists, just so that we can understand us, our mental state, because a lot of times we're not even really angry. It's just that we deal with so much. Like from the minute that we're consciously aware of our surroundings, and then we move forward in life and are like hit with pelted with so many negative things. And it's like when you get into adulthood, and especially when you get onto social media, which is why again this does go back to being right. bothered, especially on social media. It's hard to be a black woman on social media. Do you know how many times hard I to have to skip over posts? About dudes bashing um us in general or things like that. Or and just they like, in,
1: like us.
0: Or just like anything in general, like that, even just talking about your mental health, you're just labeled as crazy. Like, and that's something that should not be a thing. Like, it should not be something that you know, like, oh, Jesus can fix this. No, no imaginary man in the sky can fix your brain. You need to go and vent out whatever you need to vent out to somebody but who's listening. Not publicly, don't air yourself out online, don't go posting subliminal statuses and things like that, right. shooting, like, or doing whatever, making live videos, arguing about people and stuff like that, actually go sit down with a therapist or a psychiatrist and really, like, address the problems within yourself. Do a lot of inner work. And if you're, if you're not comfortable with doing that, maybe even, like, look into doing spiritual work, like, you know, yes. burning sage, burning... Um, maybe lavender, burning different types of herbs, getting oils, maybe like learning how to calm yourself. There's different Get forms of crystals. meditations. Get crystals that heighten your chakras. Maybe do some Reiki, balance yourself out, align yourself, just whatever you have to do in order for you to feel like you're balanced as a person so that you can be on that level of embodiment. Because I'm pretty sure Omar does meditate, do all those things like that. And he does live a lifestyle of calmness and practicing being calm. Being calm is an art. You have to master that. And it's
1: a journey. It's not just something that you got to do once and then you're fine. It's literally something. Life is throwing stuff at you every single day. You've got to literally... Meditating, or at least with me, I use different types of sounds, different hertz, like 417 hertz, uh, 542 hertz. And I use the ones that are specifically tuned to the chakras because... I'll be out here real blocked up because people be having me bumped up, like. Because yeah. I can't. and also oh. what people don't realize is that sometimes
0: it's not even you. Exactly. People can tr- put their energy on you. They can you're, touch you and put their energy, energy on day. you. And if you're if you're sensitive to those types of things, now yes. you're carrying your energy and their energy so their sadness your is now Imagine your sadness an
1: empath and yes form.
0: this is why like if you're not if you don't know your empath you will be thinking you're depressed the whole empath. time you're you're not even depressed you were you're just sad you're just taking on someone's energy from somewhere who feels that? Like, and that's why you have to really, like, understand, like, learning how to protect your aura. When you meditate, you know, close your auras. Make sure all your chakras are aligned. Make sure that your third eye is open. Wear Make sure your that your protection. crown chakra. Wear protection if you need to. Get black tourmaline. Get tiger's yes. eyes. Anything that will protect you. Um, Get protection oils. Like, there's lots of protection oils out there. Um, You can get um, fire oil protection oil from Art of Root. You can get lots of different, like, protection things to protect your energy, but also to help you remain that balance-centered, unbothered person that, you know, can react to situations appropriately. Yes. Because a lot of times we, we as people, like, I'm not even going to say like we, we as people, like, as humans, yeah. we take things personally. So we'll see something and be like, oh my God, I, this, this is about me. And it may not even be about you and things like that. I and mean, you're just so quick to fire off and do all that. I when really know. in reality, you have to step back, take yourself out the equation Take I out of the equation and just be like, maybe this person is projecting their whatever they're feeling outwardly to us. As I'll a be
1: screaming that all the time. Oh, you're projecting. I'm gonna give you a minute. Are you OK? You're projecting. Oh, you want to project? I'll give you a second. Like, it's really I had to realize, like, you know what? I'm just going to play a game of tennis and just. You getting it back because you're not gonna throw your emotional BS at me and tell me you're the reason why. No, you're the reason why this is happening because you're deciding that you don't want to fix it. It's not my job. Thank you. Yes, have a good day. and as a
0: spiritual person and as an empath as well.
1: Yes, I do not
0: feel like I can fix people.
1: Like I I,
0: I can read your energy all day, but I have decided consciously within myself that i will not be a healer until i'm fully healed so exactly that's why i really push for people to go get help get therapy and things like that i'm in therapy i do that but you have to do that like you have to you have to make a to do that. For yourself i go therapy and i do shadow work i yes. work on my inner child like you have to work on all there's so yes. many little little things you have to work on so that you can be a better adult so that you can react to things in a more appropriate manner. Like you can, you can see people like it, if their inner child is wounded, you they're see how from how they respond and how people respond based off of trauma responses. Like yes. you have to really like people think like, Oh, if somebody starts wilding out, I'm going to just detach myself. And that's disassociation, And that is a trauma reaction. That means that you no longer want to feel the emotions that are going on in the situation. So you're like, you are not even trying
1: to feel them or trying to even go here. through them. <laughs> I'm leaving emotionally. Like, wait, we have to work on this. It's literally people's responses or people's ways of learning how to, work with or understand their emotions. And they're really not understanding it. It's just malpractice of exercising your emotions. And it's literally because it's just this uh, perpetuating circle of your parents and your grandparents and your great grandparents and so on and so forth, not teaching you how to be able to express them correctly. And that also, I call that part of the generational curse because that yeah, is a curse. You have to break those that is a curse because
0: they become cycles. Once, a, once that curse is there and you don't know how to do it, and this is like, well, my mom responds like this, or this is how I was taught to respond, but like, I was taught not it. to cry, da, 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 da. no, you break those curses and you learn yourself. How do you want to respond to things? How do you want people to receive you? Right. And that's why you have to, in certain situations, not give everybody a reaction or your energy for things, because your energy and time should be the most valuable things to you, like, aside from everything else.
1: Because those are the things you can't get. back.
0: And you can't, Waste your energy on things that serve you no purpose. So in your mind, if you are like, all right, this situation is bad. This situation is toxic, which is also my new favorite word now. This situation is toxic. So, all right, this situation no longer serves me. So I'm going to release it. And that's really it. And then you just are like, you know, you, you feel your feelings. If You have to vent, get it out, but don't do it publicly. That's one thing I just can't get with then pick a friend. Pick, a, friend pick, pick a trusted friend. If you want an unbiased opinion, go to somebody you don't know. Talk to somebody who you don't know, who probably Stand just be like, yeah, sit somewhere. Just talk to yourself. Talk Sometimes to the best advice comes from yourself. Like, sit down, meditate, and just sit and really, like, be one. Clear your mind and really think, like, why is this taking me out of my element? Why is this taking me out of character? Why am I so upset about this? Why does this bother me so much? And really, like, Get to the root of things. And that's really the hardest part about shadow work is that you yes. have to go deep into yourself. Like, you have to dig deep into yourself to figure out, like, why do I respond to things like this? Because yes. once you reach a certain level or a certain vibration, like, things of lower vibrations won't affect you no more. Like, Fizz, this is how I'm taking it. Fizz and them, they are vibrating at a lower level than Omarion. Amaron is vibrating up here and they're vibrating down here. And, and you can tell there. by their reactions, you can tell by how everybody's handling the situation. And that's just how you should handle things like if someone is not at the same vibrational level as you, like and you're you and you're gonna come down to their level, that's not good. You should have people rise up to your level and do that, like and be that way. Like that's how you do it. You don't let someone mess up your money, you don't let all for emotions. You should never let your emotions rule you, you should always master that control that and know when and where to express that. Right. I'm not saying don't be be heartless and be emotionless, but you have to talk to your mom you don't like the girl either. Go to someone who you trust who is a safe space for you. Like if you don't want to go to therapy, find someone who just listen to you and not judge you and again give you an unbiased opinion. Because a lot of times when we talk to our friends and I'm pretty sure like a lot of females can relate to this. When we talk to our friends, especially about like relationship problems, life problems, we get biased opinion from them. Because I right, say one day, I, XYZ, I have a boyfriend named Jamal or whatever. And me and Jamal, we good. And then all of a sudden, I hate Jamal today. And I'm telling my friends why I hate Jamal today. Now, all of us hate Jamal. But then tomorrow, he and Jamal work things out. Cool, whatever. But my friends still hate Jamal. Yeah. So, you have to pick and choose who you've been to because not everybody is a listening ear. Some people will not feel the same things you feel. They're still going to hate Jamal because you said we all agreed that we hate Jamal. Still so,
1: hating Jamal to y'all marriage day. Yep. Like, so you have to
0: be also careful of what and who you've been to. Like, if I would say, if you have problems in your relationship, talk to the person who you're in the relationship with. Or if you're going to talk about your relationship problems, Honestly. keep it very, like, general, very, you know, like, if the person doesn't know that you're talking about that person, like, keep it, like, very, like, open right. to the point where it's not, it's like, you're not making it seem like, oh, it's just that person's in the wrong and then I'm just not doing nothing. Because I'm pretty sure there's, be there's always three there's always three sides to the stories It's your side, their side, True. and the truth. And sometimes we have to be accountable for our actions because we're not always right. Right, so that's why you have to take into account all of these things in order for you to reach that level of being unbothered, like how Omar was. You have to really take
1: take accountability, you got
0: to be accountable for all of your actions. You have to, um, you know, my wise co host told me that when you apologize, you apologize twice. Apologize to to the person, you apologize to yourself. Why, why did I take myself out of character? Why am I reacting like this? Like you feel oh. like You have to do that. Like you have to be accountable for your re- your actions. Let why you was I, why did I why down. did I do this? Why did right. I do this action? Why like you know, like and apologize to yourself for doing that? Why why would I do this to myself and put myself you better in the than
1: that? Like, like that you know? kinda... and then
0: don't blame yourself for things either or blame project your blame onto other people for why things go the way they go. Right. There's something called divine timing, and maybe that situation. At that moment, wasn't divine for you. Like this situation for April and Faith was not divine for them. They did not plan this accordingly, and so now they're in their own little messed up rut, and probably gonna have to rely on Mother Hip Hop checks until the tabloids get tired of they talking only get about them.
1: Episode, they really jacked
0: up. So it's like you have to really think about it. Like, what do you want your actions to say about you? Like, I can say to myself, like, you know, I've been in situations where people have. Attack me online and offline. Online, I'm not gonna react to it. I don't care. That has nothing to do with me. I'm not gonna say nothing. I'll probably just laugh at it, look at it, be like, oh, okay, whatever. All right. Okay. But offline, whatever. Like it is what it is. Like as long as it's not affecting my money
1: right. or
0: affecting my lifestyle, it holds no weight to me. That's that's how I look at it. Like if you're not affecting my money or anything like that, it holds no weight to me. And that's why you guys have to just really just step back and really just say. Let me work on myself. Because there's a lot of damaged people out there that be out there going and damaging other people because they don't know they're very damaged and they want to be out here doing all that to other people.
1: Uh. And your
0: responses to things really can affect other people in ways that you might not know. So you really have to think about it. Like, really t- just think. And when, before you react, be like, let me take the high road. Let me, do, let me take the high road in this situation. I like try just one time and just be like, you know what? Maybe I wasn't right in the situation. Maybe I didn't say the right thing in the situation. Maybe my tone wasn't set right in the situation.
1: Be accountable before anything even has to occur. Just check yourself when you when you know you're about to say something just remove yourself from a situation it's difficult because people are at such low levels today people are vibrating at such low levels you just want to stoop down to a low level and what them two did is just nasty and grimy and disrespectful and on top of that y'all both are parents like your kids are watching you and fizz your son is watching you from a distance because you're not being a good father like but outside of that like Please be accountable for your actions. You're being seen, like,
0: I and mean, even if you're not being seen, be accountable for your actions. Like, take take responsibility for what you your what your role was in that situation and in any situation. Because it that is what do. it
1: is, either way. Because
0: once once it's done, it's done. So you know, I, I mean, I don't care what they do if they love each other I think that's a paycheck for them and they thought they were going to like profit off of that relationship i really do i really don't think that was like an authentic relationship i mean maybe they could be authentic friends but i think it was i probably think that was manufactured i really do because i've heard through the grapevine of love and hip-hop that they do set up certain situations for certain people to link up date, do this and that for ratings so it's like yeah they don't really like you gotta remember, reality TV is not really reality. They set these it's scenes terrific. up, they set scenes and all these things like that. But that was a real moment for them for all of them. So we
1: saw it. I, I didn't know what was going on months ago when they did those when April was on live, and then she was arguing with so on live, and I was just like, for film or like I didn't know what was. I'm like, this is fake, right? And it was well, here we are. Omarion and April broke up, Fizz is here. Then I'm like, oh, snap. So you really was just out here just dusting the ground with yourself. Like, you just out here. But nah, like, that that, that was one of the things that I thought was going to be scripted into the show and wasn't going to be real. But then when I realized that it wasn't, you're looking at the final straw was the tour. Seeing that it was posted and that they weren't on there If they really did all of that For TV they really just did that For $500 per show Checks and that's not Enough to be able to ruin A friendship ruin a Workship because that was a work that has been going on since like the year 2000 or even 1999 when the boys V2K First got together and all knew each other Because you could have continued to do tours You could have continued to do make money April, even if you weren't with Fizz, not Fizz, with Oh, like you could have carried on and minded your business and says, come on now, people's gonna cheat. Like Kay Michelle said, why did you go for the backup singer that doesn't even sing? I hate to say that, but you I know I sound crazy, but somebody else, somebody else that was in a different bracket and also was not connected to your baby dad in some way, shape, or form would have just been better for you and, like, what's going on. Your kid's going to see this in 10 years. I know I'm going off, y'all. I'm sorry, but I just want it better for them. It's just sometimes, you know, that's why
0: I feel like amari did the right thing by just not giving them the reactions that they expected because we all expected Amarion to blow up because he's a Scorpio. We all expected him to blow up and just be like, oh, they wild Like, no. like, And he did the complete opposite of what we expected, which is why it makes us as people realize that we need to step up how we handle certain situations.
1: Yes. Oh, you know what? That's what I wanted to comment on. I know we giving kudos to Amarion, but again, I got to give kudos to Monise because Omarion, we haven't seen him on any of the episodes of Love and Hip Hop, but we've literally seen Monice on Love and Hip Hop dealing with pettiness, getting bashed, dealing with April um, stepping over boundaries and getting in between conversations with her and Fizz, who was her son's father, which means that April has nothing to do with it. Even if you want to be the pretend girlfriend, if you want to be a play girlfriend, stay over there because you wouldn't want somebody getting in the way of you and Omarion having a conversation Um, dealing with her just being disrespectful and then on top of that, this season finale uh, video that we saw where she was breaking down into tears, talking about, you know, she was asking Fizz for help for a day because she didn't think she would be able to make it through the day with her son and he basically was just like, get over it and hung up the phone. Like, we saw... Um, Yeah, like, on the flip side, we actually saw one of the other parents actually trying to reach out and we really got to see how crappy, like, Fizz was acting as a parent. Like... She don't. She ain't reaching out to you because she wants you. She don't want you. She's already been in a couple of relationships. She don't want you. She's already moving on. So that's that just a that that boils
0: down to like, like I said, I haven't been watching recent episodes of Love and Hip Hop, so mm. God forgive me. I don't no, know you're much. Good.
1: Like, but
0: um, like I think the last season I watched, uh, Tiara Marie had, was still fighting that case. So I don't know what's been going on lately, but I know this: that any girlfriend that Fizz has ever gotten. He's allowed no, them to openly disrespect Monique. Right. Any of them. And that's See, something my, a baby father no. should not do. Like, you're even if you don't like your baby mother, do not allow someone to openly disrespect someone who carried your child in the And, mom, and like, basically risked her whole life to bring this child into this world. Like she's caring you for can't, your kid. You can't do that. And even if you know Monique... In your eyes may not have been the best mother that you felt she was to your son. That's between you and her. At the end of the day, that should have never been brought out publicly. You should have never never let people speak on her in in a way you should have defended her. He never defends her. And I'm just going to say that from what I've seen. He never defends her. He never takes Monique's side. He will be against her. He will be with the people. And then those same people who he's with on their side who are bashing Moniece end up disappearing, leaving, going away, whatever, and they don't deal with it. And then he anymore.
1: end up back living on her couch, needing a place to stay the next season. Like, And the only person that I saw that really had Moniece's back, and even though, I'm not going to say that I can't stand him, I just don't like that he's around here always playing females, I'll really give it up the Rich Dollars, because he really did come through for her. while. Them LA dudes was playing. He really kept it clutch over here in New York, and was like, no. If she messing with me, I'm gonna make sure that she has um, house. She has a roof over her head. She's fed. She has her own um, home. And came straight at Ray J and Princess for talking about her. And just literally, Fizz was there. The host had to sit there and come in and ask Fizz. Oh, Fizz, what, what did you have to say about that? You said something. Like he didn't even like open up. Like, oh no, she got it. He just sat there. And then the host had to be like, oh, what did you say? Oh, she definitely got a house. Don't sit here and try to come out of nowhere and like speak up just because somebody says something to you. But no, I really will give it to Rich Dollars for real. He stood up and was like, No, you're not about to talk to her crazy like that. You're not about to talk about her crazy like that. She has a place to stay. Don't come at her. And you're wrong, and she's a good mother. Like, and it shouldn't have to take another man saying that in front of you on stage. Like so you that got just, That
0: just boils down to like, maybe that's just is as a person like maybe you he is a Ohio? person he may feel like no attachments to anybody so therefore anyone he doesn't he doesn't hold anyone um you know close to him like there's no boundaries with him like he doesn't care if he's dealing with you he's dealing with you it's cool and fine but when he's not dealing with you the floodgates are open for the disrespect and that's just how i look at it because
1: I'm just not gonna let my baby father just sit there and have some chick disrespect me. Cause I'm gonna beat him up and his girl. I'm up. gonna have to beat him up because he's gonna get another girl and this is gonna happen again. Like you're gonna, so you're gonna have to you're, you you're just someone and something to do at that moment in
0: time. Not saying like that's true for my baby fathers right now, but, but I'm, I'm just saying like at that moment know. in time, like you cannot let people bash the people that you're with if you have if you have children together. That's just something that should be off limits. But then again, we're talking about this whole situation. Obviously, from what I concluded from this whole situation is that this has no boundaries. He has no limits. He
1: really is one of those people who just doesn't have any boundaries and pushes the bill because he thinks he could get away with it. Like, because he got a smooth, slick voice. We see you, sir. You can't get away with the stuff that you be doing.
0: So with that, I'll conclude this and say, you know, take the high road in life. Don't let people bring you out of your element. Don't let someone, you know, make you react in a way that you're going to regret later in life. You know, be accountable for your actions, be accountable for your words, because you can't take them back. Yes. And especially if you're doing something like on film or online, think about what you're about to do before you do it. Because even if you think, oh, I'll delete it and it's gone. No, someone is going to. Repost that there, it's going to be screenshot on somebody's phone forever. Like, it's going to be seen. Take the high road, don't fight over petty stuff, don't fight over men, don't fight over nothing. If, If it's not benefiting you in any way, shape, or form, especially like financially or anything like that, or if it's not affecting you in that way, let it go. Like, don't let someone come and mess up your money because of their emotional baggage or their emotional projections onto you. That's it. So you know i hope you guys enjoyed the debate today with my that my lovely tonight. guest my boy thank know, you for
1: having me i tagged
0: her in the video her social network links are attached to um the facebook live also yes. they are attached on the instagram i'm not the instagram the youtube live as well yes. as well as well as the equipment that we use and also my hoodie today special hoodie yes. that's from my boy Ev- 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 so yeah. guys just let me know like those have his hoodies they this is a guy, gave my hoodie. It's gonna really be nice. Yeah, like, oh yes. like, I don't want that too in my hair, but you know, you got it. Just yes, you know, make sure y'all cop that. Hit him up. He's on Instagram, yes. on Facebook. So make sure y'all hit him up for a hoodie. Yeah. You know, go support his shows. He's local, he's in New Brunswick, from oh, my New word. Brunswick heads. So, you know, make sure y'all check him out. Check wow. out his music. He has new music out and things like that. Also, you know, this is Yada Debates without Yada. I'm very sad. You know, he's, he's Don't watching pray for him. He's watching in the background and hopefully he'll be back strong yes. the next episode so that we can do this together again the yes. unit. Yes,
1: Don't <laughs> be so late.
0: So We thank you guys so much for tuning in tonight. And I really do appreciate everybody who's interacting, especially Yada from Sideline and Kiana and everybody else who's interacting. And, you know, I hope you guys really do take into consideration um, looking into healing and shadow work and things like that. And, you know, if you do want to get into stuff like that, let me know, hit me up. I could show you the way, you know, hit up my own tarot page. So this has been Yada Debates, guys. Um, I'm gonna go end the live stream on Instagram. You um, just keep saying that,
1: cause first. it's so
0: important. And then. um,